Good morning, good morning, good morning. I'm so glad to have you with us right now. My name is Joseph, as you may know. Uh, and I'm here from Techniche Tips here. We're so excited, so excited to have you on with us. Uh, and I'm so glad that we're here. In fact, I have my guest that's going to be joining on in a minute. But before we do that, let's get to the comment section, y'all, because y'all are doing some amazing things here. Peace and blessings. Scott, Operation Tech Takeover is in the building. Good morning, Mitch. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Um, and then I have also with us Darcel. Uh, I do see in the comment section, yeah, but I got to put this up first. Don't forget to hit the like button, share the stream, comment, and subscribe. And I want to stay here for a moment because, listen, we had to run an audible today. Uh, I, unfortunately, the guest that I had on had a personal matter that he had to take care of. Um, and so I had, so we had an audible. We had to run an audible today. And thankfully so. We were able to get somebody who was an, who was an amazing guest. <laughs> so this is this is going to be fantastic. So go ahead, share this with others because they are not aware that we made this change. I had to do a couple of things last minute to make sure that LinkedIn knew. But still, the word isn't out like it normally would be. So go ahead and share this with as many people that you would think would benefit from this. Uh, Darcel said it. Go, good morning. Like, subscribe. Help the algorithm. Yes, I appreciate it. Darcel, yes, sir, is in the building. And we have John as well. And without further ado, I'm going to bring up, what up, yo, John? Bartolota is in the building. Let me bring up our guest here. And I'm going to say his, I want to say his, uh, uh, his resume <laughs> or his introduction while he's here. So I have no other than Howard Remel John in the building. Did I say that right? I don't know if I said that right. Blah, blah. Yeah, that's Howard John, bro. What's going John. on? All the way from West Africa. All the way. He literally is in West Africa right now. Location unknown. Uh, and so I appreciate it so much, man. I really do. You know what's so funny? When I actually was introduced to, to Howard from a friend, uh, shout out to Ty. Um, the way Ty described you, you were like an international man of mystery almost. <laughs> it was like you were an international man of mystery. And he, and he was just like, man, you know, Howard is like this amazing person, he, you know, he enters a room, uh, people change colors <laughs> and, and everybody's like, you know, it's enamored with you in a very positive way. And so I just was like, man, I would love to meet, meet Howard. And I had the opportunity to do so. And the same day I met you, you're like, man, it's a pleasure to meet you. I'm actually out. I'm going to Miami. <laughs> I'll, I'll see you in a couple of days. <laughs> and you literally left and you came back and I'm like, man, I get, this is what I want to be when I grow up. Uh, <laughs> but uh, man, before before we dive into it, I really gotta just I really gotta let people know who we're talking to. Howard John is a dynamic professional dedicated to fostering diversity in the technology workforce and driving innovation. In his role, he employs innovative strategies to channel minorities and women into tech careers, including outreach, board memberships, participation in conferences and summits, quick start initiatives, STEAM career virtual reality activation, um, and engagement in tech, in tech networking events. There's so much that you do. There's so much that you do, Howard. So I want to kind of give you the floor to kind of say and tell the people a little bit more about what you're doing currently, and then we'll dive into your story, and then we'll follow up with that with a Q&A. Yeah, well, first of all, I want to say just thank you 
for the opportunity, man. You know, I know we met probably, wow, it was uh, December like 13th, uh, right before our Basel in DC at uh, Thanksgiving. Shout out to Film Filmtro and then the team at Thanksgiving. Um, but yeah, man, like, like you're doing your thing when you're connecting people and you're like building something that's really uh, going to stand the test of time because it's, it's, it's about quality and substance. So uh, I want to just always tip my hat off to the, to the host, man, and to the, those who are like making that sacrifice every week uh, to create, you know, substantive content. Uh, but yeah, man, Black Meta Agency, man, we actually inspired by the Giza pyramids. Um, and the idea was that, you know, this pyramid is about the IP and the blockchain and the information, and this is about the talent. So if one falls down, we can all duplicate the other. And the idea from the thesis of Black Meta was to create a company that is addressing workforce uh, across the diaspora. So again, this is actually represents the diaspora. This is, you know, this is America, this is the UK, this is West Africa. So that was the idea. And we've been doing so many cool things since we started, man. We are about creating innovative pathways to get minorities and women in tech and also exposing our, our, our minority businesses on ways to integrate uh, into future tech tools um, that allows them to scale, grow, and also be a part of this next uh, paradigm shift of technology. So we do so with conferences. Uh, we have cool things like crypto and cigars. Uh, we were out a mansion in, uh, in, in New Orleans for Essence and do a, a whole weekend called Web3 Week Weekend, uh, where we're having NFT discussions and a business of commerce and, you know, up and coming entrepreneurs and NFT gallery owners uh, like Rosser uh, down in New Orleans. So, I mean, we just do all kinds of things. And ultimately, we know that we have to meet our people where they are. And it's about creating uh, opportunities that are culturally aware, uh, but also substantive based um, so that now we have that that energy that takes to repel us to break this generational curse that we are in as well as to our stigma uh, when it comes to the technology. Beautifully said, my friend, and I definitely appreciate you uh, breaking that down. I mean, we got to go deeper because there's a lot more to it. <laughs> it is definitely a lot let's more to deep. it. Let's go deep. Let's go in. But let's go back to a little bit about your, your upbringing. Um, not too deep, not too far, but like when did, was that moment where you got into technology and you said, man, this is the space I want to work in? Man, here's the wild story, man. So I, I actually, you know how back in the day, you know, we aged ourselves, we had career day. You would dress yeah. up as like different, you know, I mean, characters for career day. And I was always a scientist or I was always the guy like taking apart, you know, computers and, you know, uh, radios and fixing the remotes on TVs and just doing those small things. Um, as luck would have it, man, God in the universe said, hey, go into teaching first. So I had a full scholarship to become a teacher. Um, I was on an Oprah Winfrey show where we were awarded $100,000 uh, funds to pursue our careers in education to address the lack of black males in education. And you know, from there, I've always had like an indirect, casual understanding of technology. And then fast forward, man, I would say 10 years later after you know, my teaching and higher education career, uh, I started cybersecurity consulting as a business development manager. And that was how I kind of got thrown into this whole government uh, federal contracting space and like, okay, what is the inner workings of technology and system integration and you know, uh, et cetera. So, you know, that was my direct exposure. But the how I got into this space when it comes to creating pathways uh, was because I went to uh, VCon. I went to Gary V's, you know, infamous conference out in Minneapolis, Minnesota. 
we had thousands of people from around the world talking about NFTs and Web3 and all these conversations. I looked around, it was only maybe 10, maybe maybe 50 black people out of like, you know, 3,000. And I was like, yo, like we have to create a pathway to get this community connected to this community. You know, Pharrell was on the stage, Snoop was on the stage, Baron Davis, Lisa Leslie, and these are all, you know, uh, icons in our community and they were urging us to get involved. So that was how I got into Black Meta Agency and that's how I started Black Meta Agency. Beautiful. And and just so the good clarity of the people, they may not understand Black Meta Agency. What exactly is Black Meta Agency so people that are not too hip to what you're doing? Now, great question. So, you know, we consider ourselves a workforce technology agency and we took on agency and I'm giving y'all a blueprint, right? So I'm dropping some free, free game, you know what I mean, on, on technical uh, on your podcast. Um, but I looked at the, the, the radio industry or the music industry, right? How they drop mixtapes and they do A&R and of artists and then they do the full album. So we look at a black man agency, we've been dropping mixtapes, you know, across, you know, the technology sphere for the past year and a half, you know, the crypto and cigars, the NFT discussions, you know, uh, uh, teaching kids about, you know, how to get into NFTs and Web3 and working with businesses and, you know, uh, 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 advising organizations and nonprofits. So those are our mixtapes. And this year we're going to drop the major album for Black Matter Agency, uh, which is going to be our own uh, 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 SaaS platform and also some other cool things that, I, that I've told you about behind the scenes. That's really going to shock the world, man. So, you know, Black Matter Agency, you know, took took the energy from, you know, the Bad Boy Records and Def Jam and you know, developing something on the ground, grassroots, and then coming full to the full public that, hey, this is what we have, this community that we established, and this is how we're going to really change this industry. Yeah, and I I remember the conversations that we had, and, and, and to those that are not, you know, of course not privy to it, it's fine. You'll find out in due time, but it's definitely something that, you want to keep your eyes and ears peeled too, because it could be revolutionary for a lot of things that we are doing right now in regards to. Uh, well, I won't say too much. <laughs> I won't say too no, much. Here's the thing, man. I, I, I'll kind of just give a little bit of, you know, sprinkle, 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 sprinkle. Gotcha. But, so the sprinkle is, man. You know, we're going to disrupt um, the, the streaming industry, um, and we're going to really bring tokenomics into the streaming world. Um, and we're going to do that in a very way that empowers the creators and that really gives way for a new wave of uh, gig gig economists, those who are in the gig economy that are creators, that are uh, developers, and those who are like literally on their phone all the day and finding ways for them to monetize their time. So uh, it, it's going to be something that's applicable for everyone, uh, something that, you know, we're going to be leveraging existing platforms. As partners, so just stay tuned. You know, I'm gonna probably do a, a special job on Joseph's show just because you know he's been so uh, welcoming of me and you know what we were working on. There's a lot of good. There's a lot of good, and I think that we need to talk more about the good in this world and what people are doing, the positive things, people that are giving back, like yourself. And so, with that being said, speaking about giving back, I would love to talk about about more of the philanthropy that you have, that you do, the giving back that you do. Can you talk about the various organizations that you have partnered with over the years to give back to? Yeah, man. So, you know, uh, when we first started, you know, we were grassroots, but, you know, although we're grassroots, we can still plant seeds. And then that's what I believe. I don't believe in grassroots and, and taking from the community. I believe in planting mm. that as we're going. And some people say that slows you down. 
and it can, um, but also, you know, you, you, you create relationships and instant impact. Um, so, you know, we actually did internships, you know, uh, initially, you know, to kind of get started and, you know, offer internships to students uh, in New Orleans and some students in Washington, D.C., uh, and some students uh, over at U.S. University of Shady Grove. Uh, we've donated, oh my gosh, to CCNA, Concerned Sentences Network of Alexandria, uh, with Thanksgiving drives. Uh, we've uh, mentored the community by giving, you know, free career uh, tech exposure events. Uh, I would say 80% of everything we've done has been giving back early on. And, and that kind of goes back to our business development model. Our BD model is very different from most business development models. And BD business development is how you generate revenue and traction uh, at SaaS marketing. And we didn't want to wait to go for funding. We didn't want to wait to ask for money. We wanted to start where we were. And so everything we've done, even the crypto and cigars, we sponsored the cigars, we sponsored the wine, we sponsored, you know, the artists from London come over uh, and really give back to the community. Um, but some organizations formerly that we're working with now uh, change our future fund is led by NFL football star, NFL star Rodney McLeod and his wife, Erica McLeod. Uh, they've been doing amazing impact work in Philadelphia over the past three or four years. Uh, whether they've been mentoring young men, uh, giving back to communities in the form of Christmas, on Christmas and Thanksgiving. And now they partner with Black Bay agencies to expand their mission into career and workforce development uh, for young inner city students. And so we've created this package called Steam Fusion uh, that we're working with West Oak Lane a School and Charter School in Philadelphia, uh, where we are doing uh, activation workshops uh, with students and really getting our, our, our pilot, you know, refined. And we're going to be marketing that and sharing that as a product for other nonprofits uh, to leverage uh, curriculum and also our expertise. Uh, we're working with Steam Esports. Uh, Roman uh, Montegueu, uh, he's created the first e-gaming video game show for kids where we're matching physical fitness activity, e-gaming, and also Steam, where we're connecting all these three entities to create show kids how you can actually be healthy, how you can join, understand Steam, and also develop your academic skill sets. Uh, and also, you know, we're, we're, we're working with uh, organizations like Youth Equity Summit, uh, where you'll see a picture of me with a young man uh, by you know, a big poster. And we talk to kids from all over Maryland, 350 kids plus, uh, inspiring them uh, to, to leverage their technology tools for social impact, but also for economic growth and also skills development. Uh, and also, I'm a board member for the University of Shady Grove, you know, where I chair the Engineering Technology Committee, and I'm responsible for helping to create the K to J, which is kindergarten to job pathways. And so that's exposing young people, parents, uh, returning citizens, non-traditional students to how they can get into this technology world. Um, and, you know, uh, other boards I'm a part of include the Greater Washington Black Chamber of Commerce as an events chair. And I bring that energy and that technology, you know, um, networking to that as well. And the U.S. Black Chamber, you know, we've worked with them for the past uh, couple of years as a partner, and I've been a part of their entity uh, for the past eight or nine years, developing programming for young entrepreneurs. And so and that's our business on the model by working with existing nonprofits and giving back uh, is our model in order for us to grow. Yeah, I mean, the list goes on <laughs> like it really does, it does in regards to the impact that you guys are making. But I want to pause here because I believe that what you're doing here right now in regards to um, steam fusion is definitely something that we need to take a pause at and dive a little deeper in. 
I'm reading the, the flyer here. And if y'all are watching on your computer, there's a QR code right there. So you could kind of scan it to get more information. But it basically open to middle schoolers, grades ages is six to eight. And this is in which particular region? Is this something that somebody could do online or is it something that people have to be present to do? And if so, where is it located again? Great question. So that's actually located in Philadelphia and we're uh, we're housed uh, uh, at the West Oak Lane Charter School. And right now we're developing a pilot just for that school. Uh, what we'll be doing in the spring is rolling that pilot out and sharing that opportunity to other nonprofits and on the East Coast. Uh, we've been working you know, tirelessly with the team, Brittany, Erica and Rodney to develop a product that is uh, scalable, but also checks the boxes when it comes to, are we really engaging students and making an impact? Is mm. it something that is going to be sticky uh, where the students can say, oh, wow, I never thought I could be a meteorologist. I never thought I could be a healthcare professional. Or I never thought I could go into NASA uh, and, and aeronautics, which is our next activation uh, on the 30th. Um, so, yeah. you know, Steam Fusion is a special project. And, you know, the brainchild behind that is Erica McLeod, the one writing McLeod. Uh, we spoke and we met and she told me of this business she had. And I said, we got to go now. And I pushed her and, and we developed the framework. Now we're rolling it out and really excited to kind of bring that to the community. And we're looking for funders. We're looking for foundations, institutions that want to sponsor this and their community. Uh, it's a three-hour event uh, where we have a, mm -hmm. a staff of five. We have virtual reality, e-gaming. Uh, we have uh, uh, role-playing and uh, different uh, engagements where the students get a chance to really experience what it is to be in that career space and create their own narrative of how they want to, you know, change their future uh, through STEAM. Yeah, and I'm, I'll pull it up here so that people could see it as well. And go ahead, y'all, like, comment, and share this with others. Uh, my, my good friend Howard, just last minute <laughs> all the way he's in africa right now doing doing work there which we could i don't know if you feel comfortable talking about but we could talk about that as well um absolutely, he's literally absolutely. boots on the ground right now um so there's a little technical difficulty but hey listen we could go we could go beyond that to see the value that's being dropped here because it's really good stuff um going back to steam fusion here basically kind of going to look at the different uh, events you have this is going to be, I believe this was either last year, right? September 27th was this was last year's or this was coming up this year? Yes, yeah, so we started uh, fourth quarter of last year and we're going into the first quarter this year. Um, okay. So yes, it's, it's from last year into this year. And we, we're still going to have two more activations. And we're, we're open to sharing, you know, our model. Uh, and, you know, we want to license this to other organizations. So they don't have to do the research or the hard part. They just copy and paste what we're doing. It's fun. The kids are running, they're jumping, the kids are writing, kids are in front of the camera recording themselves as meteorologists. Yeah. Uh, they're in the virtual and metaverse, you know, exploring, you know, storm chasing and uh, uh, how to do a surgery and, you know, meteorology. I mean, they're just, it's so much fun. Like, I have more fun than the kids do, actually. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. And I think that, you know, when we get the children excited about technology, excited about the future, that's when we that's when we see that change right it just takes like you said that career day that you experience it that all that's what changes for you and now you're doing and now you're pushing that forward which i think is excellent and i actually wanted to share this as well in regards to the esports before we talk about diversity in tech and the oh, importance man, of that yeah, yeah this is really cool so can you talk a little bit about uh steam esports yeah man just listen if you're on your phone go to youtube and, and type in steam esports you're going to see black kids excited about learning. They're jumping up and down and they're not just learning, but they're e-gaming, they're running, they're jumping. 
And we know that our biggest challenge with our kids today is their physical fitness, right? And then yeah. their health. And so we, we understand that. So, you know, shout out to Roman uh, and the entire team, Akila, uh, Aliou, uh, uh, Sierra, and everyone that's involved, man. We, we take kids from the inner city. We had about 150 kids in Baltimore. And we had at the, at the uh, skating rink, we had a bowling alley. Uh, we had the kids uh, doing arts and crafts. Uh, and exposing them into how they can, you know, empower themselves by learning about STEM and learning about physics and velocity and, you know, uh, science and, you know, uh, uh, viscosity and all of these terms that we don't really get into the middle, upper middle and high school grades. Um, but also they get a chance to compete with a, with a, with a uh, e-gaming. They have iPads that, again, all this is designed by Roman Montegayu, a black designer that's been producing solutions for large corporations for years and thought, and not robbery to say how well, what can we do to impact the next generation of kids that look like us uh and man yeah. this is probably the funnest thing yo listen we went to philadelphia <laughs> we took a, a caravan to philadelphia and we did an activation with the end with the philadelphia eagles and west gold fellows and we have a football field set up and we're like running around doing sprints they're e-gaming their video they're competing on the tablets uh they're having conversations about you know their career and and, the, and their career pathway so man, like this is one of those things you don't want to miss out on. So go to YouTube, check out uh, Ocean Bowl Games, uh, which is you know part of the franchise that's created. Uh, you actually go to the Apple Store and download these games right now for free. Like that's how yeah. that's how real we are. We're not just talking about it; we're doing it. And shout out to Roman and the whole camp, man, because again, we're transforming transforming how kids engage and learn. Beautiful, beautiful, love it, love it. And then I I know there's some in videos here as well where you could see the kids really engaging with everything that's going on. And for the fact that a kid can make a game, you know, and have something that they love to do, but also something that they can monetize in the future is an important skill to have. You know, they could take, they could take that and then they could start building things. And speaking of building, you are very big when it comes to diversity in technology. And obviously, like you mentioned, you guys are in Philadelphia, you guys are in places that primarily have people, uh, from different backgrounds that are traditionally not in tech. Can you talk about the, the importance of diversity in this industry? Yeah, man, I think diversity is critical, man, for like innovation and problem solving. And, you know, as I am in West Africa and I'm understanding some of the social challenges here, I'm thinking of like, we need creators from all backgrounds, all levels of, of, of infrastructure to start solutioning and leveraging technology. And, you know, for me, diversity says that we are trying to break uh, generational curses, uh, generational stigmas by asking people from different cultures to contribute their thought equity into solving problems. And so yeah. this is one very controversial moment in history where affirmative action is being uh, challenged. And they're mm -hmm. not talking about the positive aspect of how affirmative actions has been able to open up the doors for minorities to contribute their intelligence, their genius, and their wisdom to solving problems. Uh, mm. So, you know, that that's part of the challenge. And when I look at diversity, equity, inclusion, I look at diversifying how we look at problems by who looks at the problem, who helps to solve the problem, and also who the problems are solving, creating solutions for. And that's yeah. where diversity comes in, because if we're creating a problem solution, we're solving problems that exist in our community. And so it's not mm. just about, you know, asking for, uh, equity in your community, but it's, hey, how, how can we have more equi equitable solutions in our community uh, that are future forward? 
and that are sustainable and scalable. And that's how I look at technology and diversity and inclusion. Yeah. And speaking about what you just mentioned in regards to us getting more equity in this, what are some ways that people that are looking to transition into the tech industry or those that have been there for a while, what are some ways that they can make change happen within either their own com company or within other companies that they may be connected to? Yeah, so I'll start with the three E's, man. It's educate, empower, and engage. The biggest wow. challenge before we have mass adoption of any tool, any, any, any new information is educating. And the first step that we can do as technologists is educate ourselves on what are those technologies, what are those tools, uh, what are those new emerging marketplaces uh, for value. Uh, the next yeah. place is empower. Empower means to share. Empower means to lift someone up. And why means to share that education. One, one big, one of our biggest issues is that we are find something really cool and we don't share with anybody. And the, yeah. the other part of that is that we limit the opportunity for creativity, for scalability, um, and also for growth. Uh, and the last part is engage, finding ways to engage that new tool, even if it's in a very elementary way, into your infrastructure and, and grow that. Uh, one mm -hmm. of the biggest issues that we have is, as, as Black entrepreneurs is that we don't employ people. And over the past mm -hmm. two years, you know, I've employed contractors, part-time, full-time, uh, because I know a part of employment is education, right? So when we employ somebody, we're educating them on what we're doing and what we're working on. So now they can go in and create and solve and share. And, and, and that's how we really scale these solutions in our community. Uh, and again, you know, quick, quick, quick information. Uh, if you really want to, you know, learn how to go to these tech conferences, go to TextGiving. Shout out to Bicon. Bicon is a conference that Black Media Agency has supported for the past year. Go to these conferences and network. Uh, invest yeah. in these conferences, right? So investing is not just investing for, you know, uh, a monetary gain, but invest in the growth of these conferences because yeah. they're, they're, they are solving a problem and they actually are giving back. Um, and shout out to ChocolateCon, you know, invest in ChocolateCon, which is DC's uh, culture, art, history, and, you know, uh, 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 conference and festival leveraging technology. And we need to look at our money in a very powerful way. This is energy. So if you, even if you can't go to the conference, if you, if you can't attend yourself, sponsor somebody and say, hey, I want to sponsor a person to attend. I want to do a partial uh, sponsorship because yeah. every little bit matters. Every little bit matters. And you took me right to the next place that I was going to go, which is talking about Bicon. Uh, shout out to Tamante <laughs> and the, to the to team Tamante, there. Kumar, Amadi, and the whole team, man. Yeah, Bicon, man. I'm very proud of Bicon. Again, yeah. this is grassroots. It was started uh, three years ago by Tamante and one of his partners. Last year, Tamante, we reached out, connected, uh, and, and we, we started collaborating, hitting the boots to the ground, uh, where I helped them to expand their mission into career and workforce. And that's what we do. We, we, mm. we, we talk to people and let them know that, hey, you know, if you're not considering workforce and career development, you're missing a major part of the solution that we need for our community. And they've owned that. They've taken that. We've been featured in... Uh, Miami uh, Herald uh, yeah. and, uh, uh, and multiple newspapers and outlets because of the work that we're doing. And we recently partnered uh, with KimFest, uh, which is, you know, uh, Afrocentric uh, uh, term, uh, comedic. Uh, and they are based in, I think, New Jersey. And we've uh, allowed this to be a part of our integration and having a BiteCon week, uh, which is, I think, the third week in April. Uh, you yeah. can follow Bicon online. You know, Tamante's posting every day. He has like, I don't know, 100,000 friends on LinkedIn. So you're probably <laughs> one of his friends already. 
<laughs> yeah, you probably you probably are connected with him already, and 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 they're going to do some really cool stuff. Actually, Tamonte and I we're in conversations talking about a few things behind the scenes, as well as Howard. You're in the course in those conversations, so it's going to be a really great time. This is going to be April 25th to the 26th. That's this year, April 25th to 26th. So definitely check that out. And I love the work that it's doing because it's really about, like you said earlier, really helping the next generation to basically see themselves in tech, bringing in individuals like you can see on the screen here and allowing them to see what is possible. And just really kind of going through it real quickly, Web3 Tech Talk, you know, this is including AI, blockchain, AR, VR, and the metaverse. This is the future of technology as we know it. And so to get the children involved and interested in, in this as this age is, is perfect, it's paramount. And so that's that's amazing. I wanted to kind of uh, highlight that really quickly here. And it's a little bit of a, on a side note, but I want to kind of throw in one more that you are involved with. You mentioned ChocolateCon. Um, okay. and, and if you don't mind talking a little bit about that, I would love to for people to get an idea of what it is that you do there as well. Man, ChocolateCon is going to change the conversation of, of, of embracing DC's history as we kind of stand up against, you know, over gentrification. I say over gentrification because you know, we look at something like gentrification as a horrible thing. Um, mm -hmm. But I, I look at gentrification as a diversity conversation because, you know, we want to empower, we want we want to have innovation in our communities. And innovation comes from new ideas and, and new approaches to looking at community building and community infrastructure building. Um, but the but the, the, the plus side of gentrification is that we should have a, 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 a leverage, we should have uh, a footholding in how we are improving and updating and, and and enhancing our communities and so ChocolateCon has done a great job uh, shout out to simona and mia of porch fest dc uh they literally have started something where they would take concerts or artists and preview them on porches in underexposed parts of dc and bring community members out and that's actually taken wave and other people have adopted that and you see that online how people are having porch concerts and now they say, hey, you know, mm -hmm. we want to have this festival that is an in-person engagement where we're talking about music, arts, technology, history, culture by leveraging and leveraging technology. And so because DC has a very rich culture of music and DC has contributed uh, politically, contributed, has contributed in so many wells, in so many ways musically, we wanted to make sure that there is an annual awareness of that during DC Emancipation Week. And so mm. this is going to be the first ever where we're going to actually be recording the behind the scenes and also we're going to be recording the entire uh, experience and then syndicate it online, uh, Vivo, yeah. Vimeo, YouTube, um, uh, public access networks. And then we're going to create um, a documentary and take it around the world, literally in Africa, the UK, different parts of the US to tell the story and create more momentum for the next year and the next year. Um, so, you know, we're doing some really cool thing. We have NFT badging, uh, AR, you know, uh, uh, VR experiences. Uh, we're looking at having robots, uh, obviously the music, the food, uh, telecom talks with exposure, shout out to exposure, you know, you know, Ty is big with exposure and Kelly uh, yeah. and engaging the conversation of telecommunications into our community and also get out to vote. You know, we don't want to bring mm. minorities together and not talk about the power of voting and the power of our election system. And so this yeah. is a way to integrate community and technology and, you know, social change, you know, while having fun for the entire family. 
Beautiful, beautiful. All right, family. Right now, we're going to go to the Q&A section of the conversation. So what I'm going to do is if you are not tuned with us already, <laughs> which you should be, go ahead and go to YouTube.com. That's YouTube.com forward slash at Techniche Tips. Again, that's YouTube.com forward slash at Techniche Tips. It's scrolling right there at the bottom where you could basically connect with us as we go to the Q&A portion of this conversation. And you could ask Howard any questions that you may have. Again, thank you so much. Go ahead, like, comment, and share this if you're on LinkedIn. And like, comment, and share if you are also on YouTube. And subscribe if you want to do that as well there. But right now, we are going to make that transition. So if you have not already, I would encourage you to go ahead and jump over to Techniche Tips at YouTube. Go to YouTube.com forward slash at Techniche Tips so that way you can tune with us as we transition over to that portion of the conversation. But I just want to take the time right now to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Howard, for, again, for all that you shared. It's a lot. And I know a lot of people are like, man, I don't, I don't know where to begin. It's a lot of information, but it's good information, I think, that we all could benefit from. So without further ado, we'll see you over on YouTube. Thank you so much. See you in a few. Finally, I'm back again. You talked about Course Careers Technology Sales Course and what it did to change my life. Wait, there's more. Not only is it technology sales information technology courses as well. Now there's human resources, customer success, UI UX. And did I even mention that there also is software development as well? Front end, back end, and DevOps? Listen, this is something that you definitely want to take advantage of. So go ahead, click that link. Don't forget there's a discount from me if you click that link. And I hope to see you on the other side. Do you feel stuck? Do you feel like you're just at the same place in your career and you don't really see a way out? This is a great time for you to take it to the next level. Level Careers is a course that I've been talking about for some time. From account executive and even sales engineering, there are courses that can help you propel from where you are now to where you wanna go. Check out the link below, use my promo code Joseph10 and check out the free courses, whether that's the SOC Analyst course, the account executive course or the sales engineer course take your career to the next level hey i didn't forget about you you're a person that needs to be in a place where you are working close with someone else a mentor a friend someone that could take you to the deeper and more intricate parts about being a sales engineer but you don't know where to go Learnful is a program that allows you to work with people that are high-ranking sales engineers, solution architects, solutions advisors, and they're able to not only mentor you, but teach you the ways to become a sales engineer that can be impactful for you. If you think that Learnful is for you, go ahead and click on the link below for more information. You can use my promo code JOSEPH150 to be able to save. Go ahead and click the link below. And now back to our show. Howard, we're back. We're back. And I just wanted to say thank you for everybody that was locking in and tuning in with us. It definitely is appreciated. And so if you have any questions for Howard, we would love to hear those questions at this particular time. Now, what we did talk about, Howard, was a lot of the things that you were doing. Again, if you uh, just to go back, if you have any questions, go ahead and post it below and I'll bring it up for us and we could definitely have a conversation about it. Uh, one thing, one question I'm going to ask you is, in regards to to what you do, a lot of it has to do with 
you know, art as well. And I've heard, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you've also been been able to do certain things when it comes to art and technology um, and some events regarding around that. Can you talk a little bit about that for those that may not be aware? Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was actually one of our first uh, projects. Um, we was working with this amazing Nigerian artist that lives in the UK. Her name is Caroline uh, Shinakwe. And Caroline uh, was launching a NFT project. She has a clothing line. She does home decor, and she uh, had a, has a nonprofit and does paint and painting as well. And so uh, I found her online and said, "Hey, Caroline, I love your work. Let's bring you to the U.S." And that was my first engagement where we were helping her to build a presence in the U.S. Uh, in New York and also in New Orleans doing Essence Fest. Um, so you know, I saw art as another paradigm opportunity for our uh, black artists to to protect their IP. Uh, through protecting it through NFT and smart contracts. Uh, what we know how many artists are being taken advantage of today. Uh, and also the art world is changing to where it's hard to protect your work because of social media. You can copy and print and all these things like that. Uh, but now, you know, with NFTs, you can protect that. Uh, and so we actually like the idea of NFTs, but we love the idea of utility. And utility is having more benefit to like when you buy this NFT. Um, you know, do you get a chance to go to the conference? Do you meet the artists? Do you have specially commemorated products? Can you leverage the NFT on your own T-shirts and hoodies and coffee mugs? And so I saw that as another commerce opportunity for Black artists. And that's, that was how we kind of started that, that whole domain. And working with Porchfest, they want to, again, empower artists. And we're taking that, was that same thesis we did with Caroline, and we're, we're replicating that to the D.C. artist community as well as Art Basel as well, the same concept. You know, we're in the Art Basel. We want our Black artists to see how you can monetize their art digitally uh, and also scalability as well and grow. Beautiful, beautiful. And so I want to ask another, I want to throw a question about Web3 because Web3 may be new to some people. Can you kind of break down what Web3 is if in case people aren't aware of what that is? Yeah, so Web3 is is the maturation of Web2. And Web2 is this right here, right? We're talking online, we're sharing video content to each other. Um, and Web3 is where you can interface in, uh, more intimately uh, and also in a more uh, um, high capacity frequency, right? So like uh, virtual reality, uh, that's Web3. Uh, you can be in the room with an avatar and actually build and have conferences. Uh, Web3 is AI. Uh, Web3 is, you know, quote unquote, the blockchain, how now you have something that we can leverage uh, with transparency versus privacy. Uh, Web3 would be is the next evolution of the Internet that nobody owns. Uh, right now, the Internet is owned by the Google and Microsoft, right? Those big companies really owns the Internet. Um, but Web3 is saying we're decentralizing uh, what Web2 was and we have other other tools that's going to even make it more high tech, high touch. Uh, and also more access points uh, for people to be creators and owners of, you know, their own land, quote unquote, and real estate and, you know, tools and within, you know, the, uh, the next wave of the Internet. Love it, my brother. I love it. Well, I want to give you one more question because I know that you got a lot of stuff to do today. <laughs> Man, you you literally came in. He's in Africa. Like, he's he's, he's traveling all over from West Africa. Oh, yeah. We didn't talk about that. We talked about why I'm in Africa. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Quick, yeah. That's man, exactly I, what I asked you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, again, going back to my thesis, you know, where this is the, the Giza pyramids and uh, this, I guess this is London. This is, you know, uh, U.S. and this is West Africa. 
I wanted to look at the diaspora in a different way and look at how can we activate commerce and change for our community. Mm. Um, so this trip was about that. It was about connecting with uh, people that are actually creating change, uh, like eco, like Redis, R-D-E-S, uh, eco villages, where they are understanding how to uh, how to enhance land that has been overrun with water in the Sahara Desert, and now mm. there's trees and technology to solve that problem. And also just getting a chance to experience the culture, man. Like, you know, for me to really say I want to work here, I got to come and visit and, 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 and engage with the people and the culture. So it's really been an education experience uh, and getting information and networking while we're here. So it's been really exciting. Love it. Yeah, and, and that, that's what I wanted yeah. to ask you about. Oh, sorry, you were going to say some more? Yeah, yeah. And I just want to give a shout out to uh, Get Cities, Gender, Equity, and Tech. And I'll be connecting you, Joseph, uh, to Get Cities. They're doing amazing work. They're a foundation based in Chicago. Uh, led by Dorian Spears uh, and also uh, formerly Christina Glancy. She's rolled off to some other great things, but they are about creating uh, opportunities for tech entrepreneurs uh, that are across the gender equity spectrum. And, and now we are sponsored by them. And so now we're able to help them grow their footprint uh, and also achieve the mission of expanding the technology conversation to other communities. Uh, like the CIAA tournament in Baltimore, Maryland, uh, February 28th through March the 3rd, where they're now integrating technology for the past second year into what they're doing. So I just want to give a shout out to like all the orgs and, you know, the people like Sonjay Productions that are like trying to find ways to like be very intentional about technology integration. Uh, so, yeah, man, I have a lot to talk about because I love this space. Like this is my passion, bro. Like I love it. I love it. I mean, your passion is evident, whether it's helping people, uh, equipping the next generation, you your passion bubbles out right it's there you can't deny it <laughs> so uh, i love it man and and funny enough we we're talking about him earlier but guess who's in the building ty smith is in the building what's Yo, up sir yes man uh where's the horn when you need it burr, 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 burr. yeah burr, 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 burr. <laughs> he is in the building and he has a question for us that i think it'd be a great question for you because when it comes to networking uh and relationships like you really do that well i'm gonna repeat the question for everybody as well the question is what's the best networking slash relationship tip that you learned in your career um i i, I used to call it a reciprocity of mentorship because you know mentors are, are networking and your mentee you trying to network but it's a reciprocity of relationship building. If I'm coming to ask you for something, I should be able to contribute something to you as well. So if I'm asking someone, hey, can I, you know, can you host, can you speak in my conference? Speak in my conference because I want to connect you to this. And so it's not just about can you do for me, what can we do for each other? So I like to say the mm. reciprocity of networking uh, really creates leverage and gives you immediate um, value as you enter conversations. No, absolutely. I think that mentorship is, is a truly powerful thing. And I'm going to piggyback off of this question with another one. You mentioned mentorship, um, the power of sponsorship. Do you have a story, whether it's in your life or you were able to pass it on to somebody else where you're able to sponsor somebody so that you opened the door for them, then they would just ran with it. <laughs> or maybe it's yourself. Somebody sponsored you and you ran man, with it. Listen, I'll I tell you, man, I think that has been like the part of my career I've been most proud of. Uh, uh, back in 2016, um, uh, Kyle friend of mine started the Black Male Entrepreneur Institute. And it was an accelerator to really mobilize and really push, excel Black male entrepreneurs. And, you know, to say today that 
We started with a, with a 20 person cohort, self-funded um, by myself. Um, and now out of that group, we have about three or four millionaires in that group. Like wow. at least three, low key, you know, but also not just millionaires, but also we have those who are doing, you know, high six figure revenue and those also who has continued their pathways and leverage their experience to go into the Googles and the Amazons. Like I can, man, we can drop bars about that. And I think that that for me is one of my most proudest moments that, you know, I was able to start something, create a community, you know, and I don't take credit for their work, but I just take some credit for empowering them and propelling them forward because we all yeah. need a little bit of gas in this engine of, of life when it comes to our goals. I love that, man. I love that. And I think that it's really something that is, it needs to be said because mentorship and sponsorship, they have their place. And, and if we could be mentors to the next generation, similar to yourself, that's fantastic. If we could sponsor uh, for the next generation as well, that's, that's amazing. And so I just wanted to just before we get, before we go, I just want to say thank you for doing this. If y'all are tuning in, uh, last minute <laughs> this morning, I literally reached out to Howard and said, Hey, I got, uh, you know, something happened. Uh, unfortunately, my guest cannot make it. I would love to have you on. I know it's last minute. I know you where you are right now in another part of the world. And he just said, sure. <laughs> like he, like he literally said, sure. So I want y'all to, if you could do show some appreciation in the comment section for him, tell him, thank you. Like he is literally boots on the ground right now doing his thing, uh, in, in another part of the world. But he was willing to take the time to be with us. And I want to just make sure that he knows from the audience, uh, especially for myself, how grateful we are for him. So if you can go ahead in the comment section right now, just if it's a clap emoji, <coughs> excuse me, if it's a clap emoji, whatever you can, just to show your appreciation, because I want to say really thank you, Howard, for doing this uh, for us. You didn't have to, uh, but you did. And so we're going we're gonna to have multiple conversations with you. Are you a friend of the show? Uh, whether it's the morning show with Ty, with Trey and myself, or with Techniche Tips, we definitely appreciate you. Uh, Mitch is giving his thumbs up. Uh, Ty also has hearts as well, thanking you for being here. Uh, Monique uh, is giving her love as well. Thank you all for supporting the show and supporting this episode. Uh, I, I could not get it out as fast as I possibly could to as many people because, again, this was a little bit more last minute. But like I said, I'm thankful that Howard was able to show up and and show his time here and so you probably got a flight to catch or you probably got something to, <laughs> something to do pretty soon so i don't want to hold you back too much uh but i want to say again thank you so much and for everybody that was yeah, watching follow so us, man follow us follow us follow us man we're on all platforms oh, yeah. I, I know you're big Almost with forgot. social media uh joseph so follow us on social media engage with us we're looking for partners uh more sponsors and, and more friends of black matter uh we have internships available and in vr uh, and also marketing as well. You know, our Instagram page is busy. Uh, we're rebuilding our website because uh, we've done so much work over these past nine months that our company has evolved. And so we want to share that evolution with the, with, with, uh, the public in a very professional way. But yeah, go to our online, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, you know, my social media. You know, I'm always sharing and always open to connect and engage people more into what I'm doing as well because it's about our community, not my community, but our community. Amen. It's a lot. <laughs> it's I'm still scrolling. It's a lot there. So definitely go to the Instagram page. Lock in with Mitch. Uh, Mitch. Lock in with. I'm looking at Mitch's name. That's why. I said. <laughs> but lock in with Howard and the rest of the team uh, at Black Meta Agency. There's so much there. Uh, definitely check in with them. And also, like 
like was mentioned earlier, come to these conferences because these conferences can truly be life-changing, especially if you're in proximity to them. If you're in the DC area, definitely check in with Chocolate Con. Let's expand it. If you're in the DMV area, <laughs> definitely check in with Chocolate Con if you can. If you can't fly in, definitely look into that. If you're in the, the Miami-Dade area, check in with BikeCon. There's so many different things that are happening. And like I said, in 2024, we are outside. We are no, <laughs> The pandemic has, has subsided. We're outside, y'all. All right, so let's do that for sure. Again, one more time, thank you to the man, the myth, and the legend, Howard, for jumping onto the show. And until next time, family, like I always say, I hope to see you on the other side. Take care, family. Absolutely.